Hey guys, um, welcome to another episode of Pillow Talk. Um, this time it's gonna be me, just me again, because I have no friends. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Not really, but, um, yeah, it's gonna be me again because, um, obviously very busy at work. Uh, this work life is not a joke. And, um, but it doesn't stop me from, um, you know, thinking about what I can offer you guys. And, um, yeah, can't believe it's been a week already. And hope you guys enjoyed the last one. Um, the topic I would like to sort of talk a bit more about this week is, uh, sort of related to last week. Um, Last week was about the idea of happiness and uh, self-love um, and how it's not sort of a product, right? Um, and this week I, I want to sort of expand a bit about uh, the idea of anxiety. Um, I don't even know where to start, to be honest, because it's such a huge topic and it's a word that we always hear, uh, you know, it's like all around us. Um, but I guess I would sort of start off by giving, again, a uh, sort of example of what I've been going through, um, just to give you a better idea of uh, what I mean by anxiety. So. Of course, uh, just for the sort of, for your ease of understanding, I'll use the example of the hospital experience I had. And I think like in general, that experience for me was uh, so profound in so many ways that I think it really triggered a lot of the fears that I had in me that I, that I had no idea that were there um, and I use this example because you know at the same time I was um, you know I was ill uh, I was locked in a place where I was um, completely not familiar with I didn't know anyone uh, I couldn't see anyone I knew like but my loved ones like my family um, so I was in complete isolation and uh, that feeling that the world is just being, you know, has just forgotten you is like quite scary. And, you know, when I came out uh, after the high of like, you know, going home and seeing everyone, I felt like I was so easily triggered by so many things, right? Um, and that really drove me into a state of depression. And obviously that word cannot be used that, that lightly, but I really was in a place where, you know, I just felt like it was so, everything was so hard. I was having like panic attacks. Um, you know, everything felt like it was crumbling down. I felt like I was going to die. Um, you know, it's like everything just felt so hard and like um everything reminded me of those bad times in the hospital you know sometimes 
when I when I uh, get up after a night's sleep, um, you know, I would just get up and like you know start just like clenching my fists and like uh, my palms would get all sweaty and um, just really hard in general um, and. You know, I thought these things would sort of go away, um, but obviously they didn't. So I really had to find a way to address these things, right? Um, and I never knew sort of the toll that mental health would that would have on us as humans, um, because I always thought like, you know, um, it should be an easy thing to to deal with, but um, it's really no joke and. Uh, it's so important to look after ourselves, both physically and mentally. And those two things are might seem like they're two separate things, but they're actually the same thing. Um, uh, maybe I'll talk about that in, in the next episode or something. Um, but yeah, I just realized that so many things started triggering me. And like, I'll give an example. So like... Uh, you know, whenever I started seeing the color pink, I think about the hospital room, you know, they love pink. Um, the walls are pink, uh, sometimes yellow and like everything, everything just sort of like became symbols of uh, those bad times that I had in the hospital. And to the point where like, I, whenever I was walking around the street, just like, you know, after lunch or something, I would see all these ads uh, you know, like prevent cancer, like prevent um, all of these like health issues and all that. And I was like, why well, there's so many ads that are like, you know, uh, related to like these these diseases and like um, that remind me of like you know illnesses and just like my time in the hospital again. And then I sort of realized that it's not that those things just show up. Uh, because obviously I was in the hospital because like that wouldn't make sense but it's like my mind is starting to play tricks on me starting to make me feel like you know whatever I saw was a reference of that um, time in the hospital and that didn't make any sense at all to me so I really wanted to find answers as to why I was living in a state of such uh, anxiety and anxious thoughts and tendencies and so um, of course with the help of others and the support of others I, I got into uh, meditation and uh, a bit later on started doing Reiki practice as well um, and that was essentially the reason why because before I would sort of just like ignore all this you know i wouldn't feel like this this idea of meditation would apply to me in any way you know you just sit there and like i don't know if like i'm asleep or not i mean i've tried it a few times before but didn't really do much um but i think this experience has really allowed me to identify those traumas that i've had in the past um, in a way that I've never seen them before. And, you know, anxiety is such a common thing that we all have. It's not like an illness or anything. It's just a way that our body tells us that 
something needs attention. Um, and that's really important to know because um, don't think about it as a sort of like illness or anything. Um, you know, we are alive because we are anxious in a way, because anxiety is a way um, that our body tells us that, you know, we need attention or like you need to be careful that there might be some danger around. You know, it's like when you're in a forest and there's a bear, right? Then obviously you'll feel anxious. And that's a really good tool for you to survive, right? So it's, it's such an intrinsic part of our survival that in a way our evolution has not really kept up with the changes that we have um, in our lives. And it's like we've sort of just evolved um, so much in terms of like technology and our, our intelligence and so on, but our brains are still programmed to be hunter-gatherers, right? So there is this mismatch um, present um, within ourselves and we need to be aware of that. And the reason why I explained that is because um, we should recognize that in a way where we are no longer prey to um, our own thoughts, right? We're no longer um, just completely uh, passively being told what to do by our brains because our brain is not always, um, you know, smart enough, enough to tell us, okay, these are negative thoughts, so you shouldn't think like that. Um, sometimes we are so programmed into thinking that um, those negative thoughts that every day we wake up it just feels like the same day because it's like such a grind you know everything's so much effort um everything feels like you know so heavy and uh you know when you get up in the morning you're like oh it's like another day again and you go to the toilet, you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, damn, I'm so ugly, you know, like, I'm like, damn, there's a pimple, my day is over, you know. Um, so all these, all these small things accumulate, right? They sort of add up to your sense of self-doubt, your sense of um, low self-esteem. And then those things build up into you just being not, sh not really comfortable with the idea that life is uncertain right um and that i think is the core of anxiety right because i mean every day everything in life is uncertain right next moment is not guaranteed um it's not that we should think about like oh i'm gonna die in the next second or anything but it's more about understanding time and um how it flows right and how we can make uh, take advantage of the time that we have um so i think in terms of anxiety uh it's not something that we should shy away from um and i say that because it's anxiety is actually not the problem uh it's the thing that causes you to be anxious that's the problem because anxiety is just a symptom 
it's just the way that your body tells you you know you need it you need attention somewhere um it locks us in the mode of fight or flight where we're constantly panicking about something but we don't know what it is and a lot of the times uh, anxiety is traceable uh, it's traceable to a certain experience that we had in the past um, these are called traumas and um, once these traumas are identified and we can um, pinpoint you know it's this particular experience that is causing me to think like I'm shit at everything maybe like for example maybe in your childhood if uh, you know you got up in front of the class and you answered a question wrong that everyone started laughing at you and like you know that might not seem like much but um, as a kid you know you're like so fragile and you're so easily uh, affected emotionally that that could very well be the reason that whenever you get up on stage you have stage fright and uh it it might seem like you know like you're like marcus what the fuck like that doesn't make any sense at all but it is that moment that uh sort of defines the fact that you know uh whenever you have an experience that could remind you of those bad experiences in the past that you assume that this experience that you're having now is going to be the same and that allows your brain to go like okay well you know it's like pattern um recognition right so if that happened in the past and you're doing something similar now surely it's gonna happen again right and i think like that is the sort of process of how anxiety unfolds that we are not uh aware of right this process goes on in the background because our brain doesn't tell us whatever it's doing it's doing everything at once and this process can be sort of broken down through the process of meditation um and really diving into um not anxiety because anxiety is just it's like a cloud right um but it's really thinking about the root of the problem um, so if that particular experience in the classroom when you were young being laughed at by your peers is the problem um, then you go back to that moment right you go back to that particular experience uh, you try to imagine it as much as possible it's really really hard um, but in a way this practice has allowed me to confront a lot of my fears a lot of my uncertainties um you know fearing of uh you know some random bad things might happen you know and once we identify those roots uh we can really start working on uh anxiety and anxiety would eventually sort of calm itself down because you know you sort of need to remind it okay like i'm in a place right now where you don't need to fear anything because you're in a safe place you're no longer you know that fragile person um back then when you were like left up by your peers um you know maybe in your meditation you need to have a conversation with that kid 
version of yourself, you know, because so many, so many traumas happen when we're children that we don't even, you know, we don't even pay attention to them because we just sort of feel like, you know, it's the past, so that's it, right? And there's no reason to look back, um, which is not the case because life is like a book, right? And once things are written down uh, as part of different chapters, it's written down and it's there's no way you can re rewrite the past. Um, and those things shape you in so many ways. And if we don't address those things, then those emotions, those fears would get locked up inside us that it's not like it goes away, right? We just don't, we just turn a blind eye to it. And that's when it becomes, you know, manifests more and more and more every day because you choose not to face it, right? You choose not to pay attention to it. And all we need is a bit of patience and a bit of um, awareness, really, because once we reach a state of calmness and not needing to feel like we need to judge ourselves in every thought that we have, um, once we are in that state, then all of these experiences can be seen without bias and without emotion, right? They're just experiences. Um, and, you know, using my hospital uh, experience as an example, you know, that might be, you know, a month of, um, well, pretty tough times, to be honest. Um, but it's not like, you know, every time I see a hospital, I'm going to go live in it for like a month. But every time I pass by a hospital, my brain tells me like, oh, Green, you remember that time when you, you know, you were near a hospital, you ended up being there for a month, right? And that's completely outrageous, right? It's like completely not based on facts. And I mean, I can, I can sort of talk about it now because I... I've sort of looked at my anxiety from a distance and it definitely takes time and it takes a lot of practice. Um, but once we have um, some sort of recognition and some sort of awareness of those roots and those particular experiences that we have trouble with, then those are the moments when we can start reframing those, emo uh, those emotions which is what I'm trying to do now is um, in my meditations, you know, going back to the hospital room, going back to the moment when uh, I, f I was first um, phoned up by the doctor and he told me that I had COVID because um, that was a pretty scary moment. Uh, even, even right now thinking about it, it's like I still remember very, very clearly um, what that room looked like and like what the doctor sounded like and um some moments are sort of uh made deeper cuts than others and i think the you know it's it's a slow process but um i think slowly and surely i'm sure that um through my meditation when i do uh project myself back into that space uh and i keep persisting i keep confronting my fears that one day I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go back to the hospital in my mind and 
I'm just gonna be like, I don't, I don't feel anything. I don't, I'm not scared. Like I'm not. I'm just like really bored of it, and I just feel like I'm over it. And I think that's the moment that we're all looking for, right? Um, it's so it's it's a sign that our fears no longer have that grip on us anymore, and that's a super 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 beautiful moment because that's when our knots get untied, right? That's when we um, sort of have that ability to uh, reshape the way that we see our past, so that we no longer hold anything against ourselves, and. That's essentially the goal, right? And anxiety is always sort of misunderstood in my mind as something that's the problem. You know, it's like I just always assumed that I was an anxious kid, but I think it's it's a lot to do with how we deal with the, the emotions that we have inside us. Some people,、um, you know, just whenever they feel something, they express it. They cry, they laugh, and like they let it out. But for me, I'm a very, very introverted person, and I don't really like showing my feelings.、Um, I only show feelings to people who I trust, and that's always—I mean, that's just who I am. So it's a lot more harder for me to tap into those things. Sometimes I just. You know, whenever I want to cry, I don't want to cry when I'm in front of everyone because I don't know what they're gonna think. That was me before. Obviously, now I'm I'm not really like that anymore. But you know, I was a kid who always held a lot of emotions inside, and so many things have been stored in my body,、um, not necessarily as、uh, visual memories in my mind, but、um, you know, they get stored up as these like. Parcels of like emotions that I need to unpack, right? And that's essentially what I'm taking time doing now. And it's like it's a slow process, but、um, it's definitely been really rewarding. And、um, so yeah, I just wanted to encourage you guys if you're interested in、uh, essentially doing homework on yourself, right? It's like trying to. Um, push yourself to、uh, improve and be be a better person, so you don't get governed by your fears.、Um, if you're interested, I mean, like, if you have any questions, just let me know.、Uh, everyone has their own traumas that they need to unlock and to untie,、um, and I just find this experience super, super,、uh, super special. And the moment that we can see ourselves and our memories from a distance, then that that is really the first step to recovery and to healing,、um, and to really get a grip on ourselves again, without without letting our brains do the work.、Um, so yeah, I really hope you、uh, enjoyed this episode. Um, if you have any sort of questions regarding how to, how to how I do homework on myself or anything, just let me know.、Uh, I'm always very happy to answer、uh, questions or like have discussions with you guys. So、um, yeah, let me know and、um, hope you guys 
got something from this not sure if i rambled on too long but um yeah thanks so much for listening and i'll see you guys next time